2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's finish off 2022 with a bang. First, we'd like to thank everyone as a record number of you took advantage of our Thanksgiving 7-day special. We hope you enjoyed the convenience of getting your favorite handicappers plays daily during the hectic holiday weekend. And we also know that December can be a frenzied month with the holidays and all the sports in play. In the spirit of the season and due to the success of the Thanksgiving special, we are now offering a rest of the calendar year special to get every NFL, college bowl game, NBA, NHL, or any other sport your favorite handicapper releases through December 31st for only $1.99. The early bird really does catch the worm for this special as it starts the day you sign up. No coupon is needed and you pay only $1.99 today or pay $1.99 in a few days. The choice is simple. Let's have a great ending to 2022.
4: We are live and it is Tuesday, December the 6th. This is Wager Talk today on Wager Talk TV every noon Eastern, 9 a.m. weekday of the year. Sports Talk from a gambling side perspective. And I am Steve Merrill filling in once again for the press remains on assignment in Las Vegas. Rumors have it. He's getting ever so closer to finding my co-host Teddy covers who joins me once again today on Tuesday and Teddy, before we get to the, uh, what did we learn with the prez segment coming up later in the show? I want to know who we have on the show today on Tuesday. Cause it's a loaded card as always.
2: It is. All right. Brian power is going to lead us off. He's going to talk a little college hoops for tonight. Georgia tech against Georgia. And he's going to break down the red-hot L.A. Lakers in Cleveland against the Cavs in the NBA this evening. Carmine Bianco is going to join us with a video about some World Cup. Drew Martin, $2 Tuesday capper over at Wager Talk, going to break down a couple in college hoops for tonight. Iowa Duke and Winthrop versus SC State. My big game breakdown, Thursday night, NFL, the Raiders and the Rams. And, of course, Dave Sherapin. thoughts from the other side of the counter, veteran odds maker. Joining us to close out the show. So it is a loaded Tuesday edition of Wager Talk today. You nailed it.
4: Yeah, you know, it's that time of year with college football winding down. The uh, bowls are around the corner. By the way, don't forget the 149 bowl special is ready. No promo code needed for every capper at wagertalk.com. But the better offer, Teddy, is that 199 the rest of the year special for all sports because, as you know, we got a lot of basketball on a daily basis for the rest of December here. And uh, let's bring on Brian Power. We're going to talk some hoops here. And uh, Brian, let's start a little college basketball. You're going to look at that L.A. Lakers Cavs game in a moment. We're definitely looking forward to talking to you about that when the Lakers are starting to turn it on. Uh, but Brian, this is a great time of year to be playing college basketball, in my opinion. It's still flying a little bit under the radar. And uh, Teddy had talked yesterday about how if the oddsmakers get through December breaking even, they're happy because college hoops is a very sharp sport this time of year. Uh, give us something tonight. What about Georgia Tech? Georgia here. Georgia Tech, the uh, favorite.
0: Yeah, I like a lot of games uh, tonight. As a matter of fact, in college hoops, I'm going hard I'm, like, I'm going to probably even add a few more uh, after I'm done with you guys. But looking at this game here, Georgia Techs comes in at five and three. Uh, but all three losses have been to top fifty-one teams per the Ken Palm ratings: Utah, Marquette, and Iowa. All three of those losses away from home. Tonight they're at home. And rival Georgia is not all that good. And the key here, guys, is they look to be shorthanded. At least they have been recently. Their top two scorers have been out the last two games. Now, they've won those games, but they were against Hampton and Florida A&M. So it's a big step up in class tonight, heading to Atlanta. The Bulldogs, they're 7-2, but, you know, neither of these teams have beaten anyone ranked inside the top 223 at Ken Palm. So we're going to find out uh, a lot about both these teams tonight. But let's go back to last year. I know it's a different team. Georgia, remember, guys, was a dumpster fire down the stretch. They lost 20 of their last 21 games, leading to the coaching change. And the way I see it, there's two things that point me to the Yellow Jackets here. One, I already talked about it, Georgia could be shorthanded. Guard Terry Roberts would be the biggest loss. He leads them in points and assists. He has the dreaded illness. Uh, Next to questionable, I I think that is what they are now designating for COVID. But uh, it is just the very generic illness. And there's a a couple other reserves also who have that designation. So that's something to keep an eye on. But I'm taking a bit of a flyer here, interested in what Teddy has to say, uh, come back on this. Georgia Tech has not shot well from three-point range this year. Uh, And I think they're in for some improvement specifically in this game, because teams are only shooting 25% against Georgia from three. That cannot possibly continue. It, it just can't. You're not going to give up only 25% shooting from behind the arc uh, for you know, any real length of time. So I think it's a bit of a perfect storm. Georgia Tech's going to hit some deep shots. Uh, they'd like to pick up a big win before facing North Carolina this weekend. They won by 10 in Athens last year. So I like the Yellow Jackets minus the points uh, tonight in this ACC-SEC matchup?
2: So in early season play, I've definitely been looking to bet against, I'll call them SEC bottom feeders, right? My clients and I cash a ticket uh, betting against Vandy. We cash a ticket betting against South Carolina. Is Georgia on that list? Is Georgia an SEC bottom feeder that we can make money against? Or is this team, it's just a, you know, they're playing an in-state rival. Is, is Is it the team? or the situation for Georgia that we're fading today, or a little bit of both?
0: A little bit of both, uh, Teddy. Like I said, this was a horrible team down the stretch last year. I mean, there was nobody worse in the SEC. Now, again, coaching change, new regime, new season. But, you know, I'm just looking at some of these wins. They're not that impressive. And this is just their second true road game as well. That's important to note. And uh, who was their first against? Another ACC squad, Wake Forest. They lose by 10. So... uh, I think it's a little bit of both those things why I'm fading Georgia. Again, being shorthanded potentially has a big reason to play. The line moved pretty quickly overnight. That caught my eye as well Uh, from 3 to 5. I was looking at the Wage Talk odds screen, so immediately I circled this. Uh, Yeah, lay the points with Georgia Tech.
4: Lay the points with the Yellow Jackets, says Brian Power. And don't forget, uh, we'll be talking more college basketball at 2 o'clock Eastern today on Tuesday. i myself, Ralph Michaels, and Dave Koken We'll be on the college basketball show. And then at 4.15 Eastern, more NBA talk here with uh, Tony Finn, Ski Profit, and Rob Vino. So we do have a lot of basketball talk today here on Wager Talk TV. Uh, Brian, I want to get your thoughts on a big NBA game tonight, though, while we're talking hoops. The 10-12 and 12 LA Lakers, a little misleading, right? Because they've won five out of six and uh, eight of their last ten straight up. They're definitely starting to play better now with Anthony Davis, LeBron together. It's all Westbrook scrambling out there the other night in that win against Milwaukee uh, they also went in and upset the uh, the Wizards on Sunday. Uh, what's your take on this Laker at Cleveland
0: game tonight? Yeah, uh, the Lakers have gotten hot, Steve. Uh, three straight wins where they've scored, what, 128 or more every time. So the offense is humming, and they're a top-ten defensive team as well. And I don't think it was the last time I was on the show, but it might have been two times ago. Uh, I think it was the three of us were actually all on. We were talking a little bit about the Cavs, as a matter of fact. It's kind of a sleeper team in the east and what's fascinating to me looking at the Cavs, you know we designate them kind of as a sleeper it's not that they've been great as an underdog it's as a favorite they're 13 and 4 straight up 12 4 and 1 against the number when laying points and they're also 10 and 1 straight up and against the number at home i think the market catches up though here to them tonight the lakers as pointed out they've gotten things going uh and a big deal here is the status of Jared Allen. If he doesn't play, I think they're going to struggle to stop Anthony Davis, who has been a man-possessed the last two games. He gets it's 99 points and 27 rebounds. Uh, so, uh, you know, LeBron obviously uh, will want to beat his former team. He's done quite well when facing them uh, in the past. And the Cavs, uh, I, I don't know what went wrong against the Knicks on, uh, what was that, Sunday? But uh, an ugly loss, season low in points. They're 0 3 this year against the spread uh, off a straight up loss as a favorite. So maybe it's a trendy dog. I don't know. But uh, the number, it's kind of done some weird things. It went down to four. Now it's back up to five. But I like the Lakers here getting points. They're hot. They weren't going to be down for long. And I think Cleveland uh, can't keep covering as a favorite. So I
2: watched the uh, Cavs-Knicks game on Sunday, I can tell you exactly what happened. Brick, 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 brick. (laughs) Cleveland had a really rough shooting game. The the shots they normally make, they were just, they were missing them all game long. And it wasn't like the Knicks played great. The Cavs just couldn't hit an open look. They couldn't hit a layup. But when we start looking at Cleveland's defensive numbers, I mean, just look at the last five games. 92 allowed, 96, 85, 194. This team's playing defense every night. And when we look at Cleveland at home, talk about underrated. A lot of times I like to play the road teams in the NBA. Not against the Cavs. This team has been dominant on this floor. I've got them at 9-1-1 and against the spread in 11 previous home games. and emerging home court edge. Does that concern you here?
0: Sure. And I think it's it's an interesting sort of dichotomy with the Cavs' defensive numbers. I believe they're number one in the Hollinger ratings, defensive efficiency. So, um, yeah, <laughs> any way you slice it, they're, they're playing great defense. But the Lakers, uh, on the other hand, three straight games, 128 points. Will they get that here? No, probably not. But I think they can certainly score enough to at least cover. Like I said, I think a little bit of regression may be forthcoming for these Cavaliers, uh, at least in the favorite role, and then certainly the Lakers, I think are rounding into form. And that Jared Allen situation is certainly worth monitoring. I believe he was questionable uh, last. I looked a little bit over an hour ago, so w- without Jared Allen, um, you know, I-, I think Anthony Davis is primed, locked and loaded to have a big game tonight.
4: It's Brian Power, and uh, once again, the Lakers started two and ten straight up, and they've gone eight and two straight up their last ten. So obviously, a team that's flip-flopped their season pretty quickly. Uh, Brian, nice 4-1 Monday for you last night. I know you saw it well there, and you've got some best bets for Tuesday also at wagertalk.com.
0: Yeah, always great to start the week on a winning note. Uh, I did not have a good Sunday in full candor, so uh, it it was even uh, nicer uh, to do well on Monday. Uh, Started out the winner in the World Cup. The under uh, in the Monday Night Football game was really never in doubt. Didn't have to sweat that. Uh, Had an NBA prop as well. Tonight, uh, got a big card in hoops. I have four plays currently up. Three in college, one in NBA. I'm going to add more in college, actually, after we're done here. So it's going to be a really big card. And then you got uh, about, what is it, 100 minutes, 80 minutes? I I don't know. I can't do the math. It starts at 2 o'clock. You, you all know that. I'm playing the second World Cup match uh, between Switzerland and Portugal. So big card here on Tuesday. And I implore everyone to go over to my page and check it out. You can get it all, uh, all the hoop plays, for just 29 bucks tonight. So good deal. Great deal. Great deal. That's a that's a $29 special
4: for everything for Tuesday from a guy that went 4-1 last night on Monday, 80%. So that's Brian Power. Brian, great seeing you as always. Uh, good luck tonight on Tuesday. And uh, Teddy, Brian mentioned that the World Cup kicks off in a few hours. We are going to have a Carmine video clip here in a few minutes with a little free World Cup action for all the viewers. Um, he also mentioned that the under was never in doubt last night in that Monday night football game, and I agree. That's what we had from my clients at wagertalk.com. And I guess, Teddy, the point spread was never in doubt either although the money line did flip with two late touchdowns and i know you wanted to rail on tom brady who did not play well last night but the only thing that trump said is maybe a Prez story has the prez finally found you in vegas teddy covers so yeah i had
2: this whole uh, what better's learned uh, thing talking about all the old quarterbacks and how crappy they look in their final season and talking about my memory of dan marino is not dan marino's a star but it's dan marino walking off the field limping off the field with his head down And quarterback after quarterback the same way. And and Brady looked that way uh, for most of the game last night. But then he came back and won the game. So we had to come up with a new what better to learn. And, of course, as this is going on, Prez, for some reason, thinks that Marco and I are interested in in what's going on in his poker tournament action here in Vegas. He's keeping us in that. It's a text loop. Like, either one of us cares. So he gets knocked out of some tournament last night. And he sends a photo queen-queen uh, versus eight-eight, and the guy makes a straight with the pair of eights. I get it. It's frustrating. So Marco chimes in, and he's trash-talking. He goes, I'm 13-2 and two, my last 15 plays on wager talk, you know, which he is. Marco's been doing great uh, with his uh, free uh, uh, plays uh, here on the show. And he chimes in all this. Meanwhile, I can't win a big game breakdown. We'll talk about that a little bit later uh, with Marco doing so great. So and Lawrence gets knocked out of another tournament the same way. A forced card straight on the board to a guy with a lower pair. And Prez is just going bananas. He's going ape shit. He's just texting. What am I going to do in this spot? All right, Prez wants to involve me. So I'll get involved. I'll remind Prez how much God hates him and loves Marco by comparison. And then he gets mad and tells me to F off. So I thought that was funny. He's playing another tournament today. While the rest of us are working three or four sports, Prez playing poker. Nice lifestyle, brah. So, uh, the clients, uh, NBA won last night, outright underdog with OKC. Big game breakdown, a friggin' wrong side again we're with Phoenix. Sigh, so, not good. But frankly, I'll take that over the opposite. Sorry, I'd rather win for the clients and lose the big game breakdown any day of the week. But honestly, I'd rather win them both. See if we can do that today. That's what I learned last night, uh, Steve. <laughs> Making fun of Prez, always fun.
4: <laughs> And that that Trump's making fun of Tom Brady, and uh, we'll see how that turns out. By the way, you know we talked about that game last night here on the show a lot, and Marco said he doesn't like to say must-win situation for the Saints, but the Saints were right back in the playoff t- picture had they held on to that lead. And that of course is because whoever wins this division might very well have a losing record and get the automatic playoff bid. But um, Saints in some trouble now. Bucks preseason NFC favorite at a lot of sports books have now maybe given themselves a little bit of a better chance to make the postseason. That awful uh, NFC South division we'll see how it plays out but yeah Brady did not look great uh primetime Tom you know past his bedtime of what is it 815 Eastern I think I guess that came into play again last night uh Teddy your thoughts on the bucks going forward I mean do you see any sign of life in this offense
2: what's up with his face doesn't Brady you know what Brady looks like he reminds me of Meg Ryan after meg you know, Meg Ryan was a blonde bombshell and then she had 500 surgeries and then Meg Ryan wasn't a blonde bombshell anymore Brady looks like that, you know? He's like his face is weird right now. His body's weird. Tampa's offense isn't getting fixed. Uh, all right. I mean, I know I'm making fun of Brady and what he looks like. Everyone's going to make fun of me and what I look like. That's fine. Uh, he does look weird, though. It just looks weird. Um, and he doesn't, he, he doesn't walk on the field looking like a football player. You know what I mean? He walks on the field looking like an old guy, which he is. All right. Every quarterback gets old. There's no continuity in that offense. There's no in sync in that offense. The offensive line isn't good. They have lots of talented players, but they haven't played well as a team all year. I'm not convinced. And again, they've done this before. This season, they rally from behind. And when they play a crappy team, and they can win by a point. You know, we've seen them do that. Uh, but, you know, yeah, someone's going to win this division. <laughs> but uh, whoever wins this division, I would predict, is not going to go on to the Super Bowl.
4: And I'm pretty sure they'll get a home game, though, right? Is that still how the format works? Because remember Taylor Heineke and the Redskins, the uh, football team, what they ever called at that point, got that home game against the Bucs. Remember, and Heineke played actually well in that game. It's has been serviceable since the last couple of seasons. Uh, so Tampa oh, and Tom Brady on. will probably have a home playoff game this year, as crazy as that sounds. And it's single elimination. You never know. You never know. I mean, yeah, Teddy, just but- put it in this perspective. Brady's played half his life in the NFL. And it segues to the Lakers, who we talked about earlier. Turning it on, LeBron James has played half his life in the NBA, which is pretty crazy when you think about it.
2: I'm not willing to anoint Tampa as division champs yet. They're six and six. They have, uh, uh, I mean, you probably should. <laughs> default, that's
4: there. the thing. I, the, the Falcons or the there, Panthers yeah, going to catch them, right? Uh,
2: you know, they're six. And, I, uh let's look at the schedule i don't want to look at the schedule but uh let me take a look
4: real no it it basically comes down to teddy can atlanta or the panthers beat them i mean that or or pass them i mean that's what it comes down to get hot yeah oh i got it i mean it's really not that tampa deserves to win anything but it's a it's a strange situation because with the playoff format the way it is they're going to get a home game they're going to have tom brady in a one and done scenario and it's you know your gut tells you don't bet against that although he's looked pretty bad on the on the field overall this year but i mean of those two teams, Atlanta or Carolina, who do you think's better right now? I mean, I think they're both sub 500 teams. Atlanta's better than
2: Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that close necessarily. Uh, actually, from my power, from my powering numbers, it's probably, there's surely not more than a field goal between those two teams. Uh, I could pick that up in just a minute. I'm just looking at Tampa's schedule. They got at San Fran, Cincinnati, at Arizona, and
4: then Carolina, and Atlanta, uh, which is not so a good each once. Right, well, it's going to maybe come down to one of those two final games. Well, it really comes down to what the Panthers, the Falcons, could win some games in between, or Tampa could lose out and still make it. So, it's yeah, it's just one of those situations where I need to see something from that offense before I stop playing the under like last night. Um, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a commercial break, get a big game breakdown from you, Teddy, and then we're going to have Drew Martin, who's the $2 capper at wagertalk.com, to talk some college hoops. So we'll be right back, 30 seconds. Teddy, by the way, has an NFL Thursday nighter for you on the big game breakdown. He'll be back in half a minute.
1: off 2022 with a bang first we'd like to thank everyone as a record number of you took advantage of our thanksgiving seven day special we hope you enjoyed the convenience of getting your favorite handicappers plays daily during the hectic holiday weekend and we also know that december can be a frenzied month with the holidays and all the sports in play in the spirit of the season and due to the success of the thanksgiving special we are now offering a rest of the calendar year special to get every nfl college bowl game nba nhl any other sport your favorite handicap releases through December 31st for only $1.99. The early bird really does catch the worm for this special as it starts the day you sign up. No coupon is needed and you pay only $1.99 today or pay $1.99 in a few days. The choice is simple. Let's have a great ending to 2022.
2: It is time for today's Big Game Breakdown. And look, there have been some wrong sides in my Big Game Breakdowns over the last week. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. I'm not going to win them all. That said, I'm not going to lose them all either. I don't think I'm going to lose this one. Let's talk Thursday night NFL. The Raiders and the Rams in L.A. Right now, look at the wager talk Live Odd screen. Raiders are painted minus six pretty much everywhere. Total... Kind of a split total. There's 44s and 44 and a half out there right now. I'm going to make a case for the over, even though I'm impressed with the Raiders' pass rush, and I'm not impressed with the Rams' offensive line. With the exception of that particular matchup where there's an issue, everything in this game points towards over. Look, all right, uh, Vegas, there's good balance on this offense right now. The Rams, cluster injuries all over that secondary. There are big plays to be made against the L.A. Rams secondary. That's how Seattle won the game last week, was making big plays. after Even with Jalen Ramsey back there, it's Jalen Ramsey and not that much around him. There are big concerns there. And with the way Vegas is moving the football, the balance on offense, that's likely to be a problem for this L.A. Rams defense. On the other side of the equation, the Rams have playmakers, man. I mean, even after all the injuries, whether it's Tutu Atwell or Cam Wakers Van Jefferson, on and on down the line. And Sean McVay is a heck of a play caller. You know, they have playmakers. They have a play caller. And with the veterans sitting, all the guys, the young guys, were really, they did not play like a quick team this past week against the Seahawks. I don't think they play like a quick team here, not a team that's playing out this string. I know they lost another hard one. All right. And the red zone defense stepped up in that game, which is my biggest concern here is field goals, not touchdowns. But Carlson doesn't miss a whole lot of kicks. I think this one gets up and over the total. Look for a 44. You can find them right now in the betting markets, and expect a modestly high-scoring affair on Thursday night between the Raiders and the Rams.
4: There's your big game breakdown.
2: Back to you,
4: Mr. Merrill. Talking a little American football Thursday night big game breakdown from Teddy Covers, and you know, Teddy, do we do have a huge uh, national football, as in World Cup soccer football game here in a few hours, in about an hour and a half at two Eastern. Uh, We've got Switzerland and Portugal, and you talked about the press sneaking around in Vegas. Carmine's not far behind, so he sent us a Vegas-style World Cup preview for that big game. Let's kick it to it.
1: Hey, guys.
2: Carmine Bianco in Vegas with your World Cup short. We're going to look at the 2 o'clock game today, the last of the round of 16 as Portugal take on Switzerland. This one's going to be a tight one throughout, one where I don't see a lot of goals and one that could be decided at, uh, late. So we're going to look at the first half uh, draw here. You can get plus money on a first half draw. I figure this is going to be a cagey affair that gets decided in the second half or even in extra time and penalties like we saw yesterday. So let's take the draw first half plus 105 as your free play. And remember, you can head over to my page and get the rest of the World Cup for only $89. Good luck with your wagers,
4: guys. So- so, Carm, like something we do not see in American football, and that's a draw bet in the first half. And guess what? It worked in the earlier game today on Tuesday as Spain and Morocco, as we're doing this show live at 1224 Eastern, is in overtime right now, scoreless, Teddy, in the elimination game. I'll have to flip that on here after the show because that is pretty exciting to watch, an el- elimination World Cup game in overtime, scoreless. But uh, Carm thinks the second game has the same outcome, and it's a tie, a draw. And uh, you're getting first half draw. Game draw is a 260. First half draw, plus 105 between Switzerland and Portugal. All right, enough soccer talk. Kick, kick. Let's kick it to Drew Martin, who's going to talk a little $2, blah, 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 $2 Tuesday talk. See what I did? I tongue twisted myself, Drew. College (laughs) basketball style. Uh, Welcome to the
3: show. Uh, Hey, tell us about your big play first. We'll look at some college hoops. Steve Merrill and Teddy Covers happy Tuesday morning to you boys uh always good to be on with you and yeah got what I really like you know had it circled here and uh fire away when you're the $2 Tuesday handicapper at wager talk you're usually doing something right so going to try to ride this uh clear thinking on the college basketball court well, I actually lost one uh this past weekend and last night but uh overall it's been a great run so uh going to look to continue to do it tonight Steve
4: And that is a a Tuesday night play, by the way. So if you're watching us on the replay here on Wager Talk TV, Tuesday afternoon, early evening, go get it right now. $2 Tuesday, best bet from Drew Martin in college hoops. And uh, Drew, let's look at one of the big games tonight. Not your $2 play, but Iowa at Duke. Uh, Duke's been playing pretty hard defense this year with their new coach. What are you looking at here?
3: Yeah, great one. Uh, What, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific here. It's uh, the back half of uh, Madison Square Garden here. So, uh, big one, Iowa, Duke, ACC, Big Ten, the whole bit. We get Duke minus two in the hook, what, 146.5 being the total.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Get started today at TrilifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
3: And uh, wanted to go after this from a totals aspect. You know, I had both of these two teams circled as uh, when they matched up. That's how I kind of do it, Steve, in terms of making my betting schedule. I'm like, man, Iowa, number three offensive efficiency team in the country. They're running up tempo. They can score with anybody. Their only loss was against uh, TCU where TCU shot over 60% from the floor, and Iowa went three for 17 from the three-point line. So I was also looking to bet on Iowa as well. However, guys, wanted to bring up an aspect that I've kind of gotten into the last probably two or three years of college basketball betting, and that's when college basketball teams play on a neutral court, like an NBA court, like they're going to tonight. And I've noticed that scoring actually comes down a little bit, at least with these two teams. I always kind of bring that into my handicap, Steve. And sure enough, when you go back to Duke as well, a top 30 team in both offensive and defensive efficiency, their scoring was way down in the two neutral games that they played. In uh, the Modus, Modus Center, where the Trailblazers play their home, home games, in the uh, Gainbridge Fieldhouse, where the Pacers play their home games, their scoring was down. Iowa's scoring was down in the uh, Northwest Florida State Arena, wherever that is. I'm actually coming to you from the state of Florida, and I don't even know where that is. But the, my, the point is, neutral site games scoring down with both of these two teams. So at 146 and a half, I was going to bet it over, release it to the clients. But instead, I laid off of it because of that aspect. And that's why I'm talking it with you, with you two boys right here on Wager Talk today. So
2: in that case, you'd be looking more at the Iowa side than the, than the total in this one? Is that what you're, uh, what you're saying here, that the Hawkeyes might be worth a look? Or is this a game that we just discussed, but we don't have a bettable opinion on it?
3: I didn't bet it personally as of now, Teddy. I mean, but Iowa's sitting at 6-1. That only lost to TCU. Yeah, I would, go, I would go with Iowa. I might get there by the time it tips off, you know, a primetime game here, uh, if you're looking for something to bet. Yeah, I, I got Iowa circled, Teddy. I uh, was going to get on the over, but that's what kept me off of it, the neutral site game, just because I think it brings up more volatility. But if you need something sidewise, I wouldn't be on Duke laying the number. I'd take the points with Iowa.
2: Is Duke any good and, uh, this year?
3: That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I guess we're still learning, what, 8-2 and two on the season. We're only 10 games in, so we're still going to learn a lot about these college basketball teams. Teddy. As you know, teams can kind of start off slow. A lot of these teams are young coming out the gate. But at the same time, it's Duke. And we know that their kind of pedigree is very strong. However, the guy at the top means a lot in college basketball. We'll see what happens with Duke going forward. It's an interesting case study. And to tell you the truth one way or another, there could be money made either betting on Duke or looking to fade him. Maybe looking to fade him as uh, early as tonight.
4: And that uh, Duke defense will be tested tonight because right now uh, Iowa is rated as the third most efficient offense in the country. Uh, so it will be a test tonight, and that's one of the reasons I can see you looking a little bit towards the overdue. It's a very good Iowa offense this season. Uh, let's talk about a little lesser game here, state of North Carolina as well. Winthrop, 4-5, and five, hosting South Carolina State, who's 1-8. You know, Brian Leonard had a couple under-the-radar games yesterday. I know you love to look at under-the-radar games as well, and that's one of the reasons oddsmakers struggle with college basketball in December. There's 360 game teams in Division One, and this money is just as green when it cashes as the big boys. So uh, any edge you found in this one? South Carolina State Winthrop, 7 Eastern tonight on Tuesday.
3: It really is, Steve. I like the way you put that. It's just as green. I will say this. Sometimes, uh, depending on your sports book, they don't let you bet as much on these kind of extra board games. But uh, South Carolina State Winthrop, we get the MEAC up against the Big South Conference. And, of course, you might be thinking, what are we talking about a 1-8 MEAC team and a 4-5 and five Big South Conference team? Well, sometimes in college basketball totals, that's where the value lies. And, guys, this is one that I, I bet uh, last night and this morning to the over um could get him before we came on 157 and a half it opened 155 fed up a little bit some of that was my money I still like it towards the over sometimes you know these moves in college basketball totals the number is always important guys but to compare a two and a half to three to three and a half side in the NFL in the month of December, do a three-point move in a college basketball total, flirting with 160. It's just two different, you know, ballparks. You can't think of it like that. Having said that, number is important. Still like it to the over. Look, South Carolina State, Steve. More than 70 points against in all of their games this season. More than 80 points against in all but two of their games this season. And they've given up 100 points twice this year. They play a pressure defense. Their average time of of possession against is the quickest in the country. So they're kind of playing full court and letting the other team score a bunch of points and going for turnovers. This is an over team uh, pretty much all the way looking at South Carolina State. And they're up against Winthrop here. Top 15 three-point shooting team. I just think there's going to be a whole lot of possessions. Like when you kind of play this out, this is probably going to go north of 80 possessions. So you put it at a point per possession. Sure enough, that gets us where we need to be. And then we got uh, this good three-point shooting team. They scored 99 or more in two of their last three games. So up and over here, South Carolina State and Winthrop.
2: So here's my question, Drew. Uh, both these teams are three and two to the over uh, in their last uh, five games. So we're not seeing either squad being a monster over team right now. Do the markets catch up? Have the markets already caught up with the pace for these two squads?
5: Or are these two teams we can make money with cashing overs moving forward? And Drew froze. I'll
4: answer
3: that. I'll answer that. Oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Martin. Did you hear my question? the old computer the old uh uh, camera freeze here teddy uh no if you could give me the uh the cliff basically you're saying like they're
4: both three and two over 60 percent recently is there still like value with the over has that kind of been priced into the market
3: oh uh man that's always a tough question to answer you know because you know i would say no it hasn't been early in the season this is the time to kind of pound these and uh of goes into my opening point here sometimes line moves aren't always apples to apples guys so uh I would say no it's not fully not fully worked in and uh you know if Winthrop goes for more than 100 we're looking real pretty on this over
4: yeah and by the way uh you said South Carolina State likes to play pressure defense they play at the 25th fastest pace out of 360 teams but they don't do it very well because their defensive rankings like in the 330s in efficiency so just because you press doesn't mean you're good at pressing and like you said if it doesn't work it's really good for the other team, uh, Winthrop about a 100th in tempo, Drew. So I like this over as well. I think that makes a lot of sense. One game I know you like tonight, Drew Martin, is uh, your 23 and eight run. You're putting that on the line with a huge two dollar Tuesday college basketball best bet. Let us know about it again at wagertalk.com.:
3: Yeah, well, two dollar Tuesday action, boys. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. I sent you uh, the records, I guess the promos, so uh, yeah, have at it guys, and uh, check it out wagertalk.com.
4: It's Drew Martin, and it is $2 Tuesday for one capper only, and that is Drew Martin. So go over there right now, get his strong college basketball best bet. He's on a 23-8, 74% run overall, and it is $2 Tuesday for Drew Martin. wagertalk.com. And, you know, we gave out some free plays on the show. Teddy, I want to remind people there's over 10, I think 12 last I counted free plays up on the site right now. So I know you said your big game breakdown doesn't always hit, but people have to remember these aren't always our official best bets here on the show. These are free plays often, and uh, there's a lot of free plays on the site as well. It's a great way to dip your toes into the water if you want to start building your bankroll. And then when you're ready to take the plunge, that 199 All Sports, All Access December special is a pretty good option for any capper right now at wagertalk.com. Let's turn our attention to the other side of the counter. Dave Sharapan from the Las Vegas Strip Sportsbook Consig on Twitter. Dave, always great to see you. I caught up with you Friday on Sports Grid. Uh, Dave is on yep. Sports Grid a lot. Uh, 4 to 7 Pacific, 7 to 10 Eastern quite often. Does a lot of other things as well, Dave. What else you got going on recently?
5: What's happening, boys? Uh, good to hey, see what? you. Even better um, not to see Press, the That means no drama on Tuesday, right? I've brought mm. the glasses and everything, um, and he's not even here. But that's fine. Uh, every day, Monday through Friday, Steve, Austonian versus the book. It's available on YouTube, wherever you get podcasts, all that other stuff. At least that's for the month of December. Currently talking to some people about making a move and doing some other things with that show. Um, Even Rick, when he gets off the bike, Rick Alec is going to talk to me after a bike ride about doing some stuff. So we'll talk to him. Um, Then every night, yes, on Sports Grid, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 Pacific. Personal channel, Cash Considerations podcast is available uh, cash considerations and eight in the box. Cash considerations is once a week, as is eight in the box. All of it's available for download every day, um, wherever you get podcasts and subscribing on the YouTube channel. Just like wager talk, it's the same stuff. I
2: don't want to talk about live betting
5: for a minute, Mister Sheriff. Oh no! And you're a veteran
2: okay. odds maker. Now we're right. gonna have drama. You've worked here oh, in oh. Las Vegas. You've worked in the global community in the global oh, box. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. And certainly there's some buzz this morning yeah. from people who were trying to get bets down on Tampa Bay last night in live betting and were unable to do so. at lines that are posted. You see the line, you click, you can't get your bet down. You see the line, you click, you can't get your bet down. You see the line, you yep. click, you can't get your bet down. Yep.
5: What's going on with that,
2: and how do we fix it?
5: Personally happened to me last night. Um, yeah. It not just in night. that game not just in that game, all of it. It wasn't just a football game, and it has nothing to do with the limits, okay? Nothing. It's happening to everybody. There's a couple books in town, at least here in Vegas, that that I know of that are having a little bit of an issue with their app right now. There was a big hack not too long ago where people got a lot of money taken out of their accounts, and they're changing some things me, behind the scenes. Go ahead.
2: Let, let me just jump in real quick. Did that, that, that wasn't here in Vegas, right? That was the the hack was from uh, the East Coast books, correct? Or is there some? Uh, are correct. the Vegas books
5: protecting themselves because they saw what happened? Um, nothing got hacked. Like money didn't get taken out of people's accounts here, right. because Vegas does things a little bit differently, a little more old school. People will say you actually have to go to the casino to deposit money and set up your account the initial time. That kind of puts you on the hook to be who you say you are all the time. And some places in other states, you can set up an account and do it really quickly, and things happen. Anyhow, I think the books are taking precautions to. Update, change, make sure that nothing happens in that regard. Here, it's causing a lot of issues with the in-game. It's causing a lot of issues with the app in general. Um, Believe me, the book wants to take your bets. Even the rhombuses and the parallelograms, they want to take the bets. Nobody's kicking it. There's some books that are kicking people out. Those books aren't books. They're just disguised as books. They're marketing companies that are pretending to take bets. But the in-game is a problem, Teddy, and now they're making deals with the leagues to show the games on the apps. They're already doing that overseas. They're already doing that in other places. It's still on a delay. There's still a latency issue that nobody's addressing that I know specifically happens because there was times in a book when I was booking the in game and I was behind what I was seeing on the TV. It's a nightmare. It's a, it's a, I mean, there's so many things that are coming to the surface with this whole business that I think a lot of people aren't going to want to hear the answers to because they've been ignoring them all along. And, um, the in game, man, I didn't want any drama today, but you're right. This is a problem for the better. This is a problem for the book and the book can kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say play defense, but the book can determine whether you take any bets at all. And like last night, the answer, at the end of a game, you turn it off. You turn it off with five minutes to go. When a game's in peril, why would you turn it off? People want to bet it, change their position. Things may or may not happen. Tampa took it down to the last play of the game last night to score. I used to leave it open. Just put a money line up and accept the results. A lot of books aren't doing that, Teddy. It's frustrating. So,
2: is this a solvable problem? Is this something that's going to be solved, or is this something that bettors are going
5: to be dealing with long term? Um, it can be solved. Yeah. That's the, that's the consultant fee though. You got to bring the big bags. I'll pick you up. That didn't sound optimistic, Dave. Robots. I know how to solve it. I know how, I know how to solve it, but I I can't, I can't just give it away anymore. I can't, I've tried to be nice and tried to tell people I've taken a bunch of meetings and talked about things like this. And then, you know, I get, uh, in a word, stugats. So I'm not looking out for me. I'm trying to help the industry. So, Yes, it can be solved. In the meantime, no, it's not going to be solved. It's going to be nothing but aggravation yeah. for bettors and for books.
2: So, yeah, the last question. What's the, You said it could be solved. What's the betting number on live betting working seamlessly in Nevada over under uh, j- uh, I, January 1st? Find seamlessly. When you make a live bet, it gets down.
5: And You don't, don't hear five thousand people bitching about it. I don't. I don't know if that's ever going to be the case. Like I honestly, I don't. Because, listen, I I sat with guys at a place, undisclosed location, and watched a row, a row of guys doing what they were doing, with multiple books, multiple outs, multiple every. Moving gigantic amounts of money, and I was reminded that you know the guy that's talking about on social media he can't get a nickel bet in. he's full of shit. I mean he's you know he yeah he he probably couldn't, but I'm watching guys moving six figures of money on bets, individual bets in game, in places it's it's there's a lot more going on that meets the eye. Work seamlessly in Nevada. It might tonight on the Laker game, but it won't on the South Dakota State game. That's the problem. There's no consistency within the the business. All bettors want and all books want is to know that the app is going to work. I equate it to this, Teddy, before we move on. You go into a convenience store sometimes and you just want to buy a pack of gum. They put all the stuff at the front of the register. You know, and down south, they put pigs f- pickled pigs' feet. Some places they put gum. They always put the candy, you know, especially the Snickers bars and the Reese's peanut butter cups. So you grab them on the way out. But there's times you go in and you want a pack of gum, whether it's juicy fruit, spearmint, peppermint, that's up to you. And you pay and you want to leave. I want to know the app's going to work. As soon as the sportsbook industry figures out that betters want to know that the app is going to work, we're going to take a bet at what limit we tell you we're going to take it at every single day. There's always going to be an issue.
4: Yeah, Dave. The uh, the concern for me with end game, we've talked about this on Sports Grid because Gabe Morency's up in Vancouver, Cam is in Toronto, you're in Vegas, I'm in Virginia, and we'll still be one or two plays behind each other. Morency's oh. usually ahead of us. He's got some live feed on the internet, and in basketball, the tournament. Once again, if you all want to have some fun at bar bets, you know, you just pull up one of the in-game apps, you'll be two possessions ahead in the NCAA tournament. It's like 40 to 50 seconds. There'll be literally two to three scores ahead sometimes than what I'm getting on my cable feed. So I'm extremely behind. So the only way you can even possibly do in-live betting is like, you know, at a commercial break or a timeout. It's impossible otherwise. And I think that's the big picture that needs to be solved. And if they can somehow get a direct feed from the arenas through the sports leagues, like you said, I don't know if that's something that's possible down the road, but, um, Pretty hard. And I do agree when they yeah. cut off the live betting with five minutes to go in all these games, basketball and football, that's like the prime spot if you really want to find an edge, maybe. um One takeaway though for me is like for the sports books perspective, you're talking about like minus 115, minus 120. That's like 30, 40 cent juice. You should mm-hmm. be able to figure out a way to make that work because it's pretty uh, uh appealing. But I want to ask you before we switch over to some other sports, I'll let T- Teddy close out with you. We talked about the Buccaneers earlier. Uh, they were preseason mm-hmm. NFC favorites in a lot of books. Um, obviously not much liability there probably for the sports books, but are there any uh, teams in the NFL particular, uh, that are giving them some sweats right here as we head into the final month?
5: Oh, I would go get all the Tampa Bay money I could get right now. If I was in the room, I would, I'd be like, let's go. Let's, I mean, if you don't have it now, what are you waiting for? Go get the money because they're not winning nothing. This feels like I'm watching a repeat of Pittsburgh with uh Roethlisberger and a magician who can still do the tricks, but can only do one or two together. You know, like when you go to the strip and you watch a show, Teddy, like you watch somebody that was really good 10 years ago, but they're not good now. That's what the magician, he could do one or two tricks in front of some kids, but he can't do a whole hour show. That's what I think Brady's doing. And that's what I think Roethlisberger was doing. And they're going to win games and get into the playoffs because their division stinks. They're probably going to upset somebody in the first round at home, and then they're going to get destroyed. They're not going to win multiple games on the road in the playoffs. They can't do it. As far as teams that can, I mean, I got the Joe Burrow glasses. I love Joe Burrow. I think Cincinnati's for real, boys. I think Cincinnati would be a team that a lot of people ignored last year. A lot of people are probably ignoring this year, and they can get there. There's a path for them to get there. Now they have to go through Buffalo, who, I mean, again, I was at the Westgate Sunday. I was at a couple other places, but I had a guy named Tommy the Lip. Tommy the Lip told me Buffalo's not losing another game this season, regular season or postseason. Just get everything you can, as much as you want. They're winning the Super Bowl. And Tommy the Lip's pretty sharp. Um he said 17 is the best player in the game. I don't know if he's going to win the MVP, but he was sold. He was selling me on them. I'm looking at this point f- to eliminate teams off the list. Ravens, come on. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Tennessee, they're going to win a division in the South. They're not winning anything. Start taking teams off the list. In the AFC, it's Kansas City. It's Buffalo, obviously, and it's Cincinnati for me. And in the a- NFC, It's Philadelphia. No matter what anybody says, the rhombuses and the parallelograms every single week come on and tell you there's so much value against the Eagles. They can't do this. They can't do that. They can't do this. And all they do is win and cover everyone. I I just don't – nobody wants to believe in them. I think that'd be the best result for the books because nobody's betting them, and you keep lowering the number because they keep winning. Dallas is in the mix now after what they did on Sunday night. 33 points in the fourth quarter. That outscored the entire NFL except for one team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Unbelievable fourth quarter. The Colts stink. They're done. And the San Francisco 49ers with with Brock Purdy. No matter what anybody says, the Niners aren't signing a quarterback to go there and play. They're going to sign a quarterback to be there in case Purdy goes down. But I think San Francisco's for real. Minnesota people, don't come at me. The Vikings aren't winning the Super Bowl. Despite the fact they keep winning, everybody wants to talk about how good the Vikings are. They're two and a half point dogs at Detroit this week. What does that tell you? That's what odds makers think of them.
4: Yeah, the Vikings right now at 16 to 1, seventh on that list. And I don't know, did you mention good Kansas luck. City? Because they're actually the second favorite overall. And that's a team I feel like it's kind of flying under the radar after they kind of found a way to lose to so the Chiefs, keep turning the ball over. Uh, Chiefs could be that team that mixes everything up. But I think Buffalo. Can they the go team on the road, right Steve,
5: and win a playoff game in Buffalo?
4: That's going to be the test. And obviously they couldn't even beat them at home. And they were probably the weaker team at home against them in the last couple of years. So uh, Bills yeah. for me, but um Chiefs are an interesting team to me, also. They're kind of flying under the radar. All right, Dave, we got to run. You're on yep. Sports Grid, channel 159 on SiriusXM. XM. Get on the grid. And then, of course, Cash Consid Show on Twitter at Cash Consid Thank Show. You, and then, sir. of course, your Twitter handle is of course. At sports BK Consig at sports BK Consig. I'll give, I'll
5: give you a little flex. Give us on a flex. Yeah, just, no drama, just, just a just like flex. Just just like that. Just an easy one because I don't want Prez coming back talking bad about me and all that stuff. But great. To see to you, Merrill. He is in town Eddie for a, a few always, more days. Absolutely. Oh, he's in Vegas?
4: He's there, so beware. I'm gonna let you go hide oh. right now.
5: No I drama. Going to, I was gonna go to the casino. He might be there. I don't want to meet him. I, I'll meet him for a shawarma. I ain't meeting him at the casino. That's fine. See you, boys. Dave
4: Jarrett, man. Sports SportsPK Consig. Teddy, we'll do it again tomorrow. Take us home. Yeah, that's going to wrap it
2: for the Tuesday edition. Between now and tomorrow's show, you guys know what to do. Enjoy the games. Good luck with your
3: pets.
1: Let's finish off 2022 with a bang. First, we'd like to thank everyone as a record number of you took advantage of our Thanksgiving seven-day special. We hope you enjoyed the convenience of getting your favorite handicappers plays daily during the hectic holiday weekend. And we also know that December can be a frenzied month with the holidays and all the sports in play. In the spirit of the season and due to the success of the Thanksgiving special, we are now offering a rest of the calendar year special to get every NFL, college bowl game, NBA, NHL, or any other sport your favorite handicap releases through December 31st for only $199. The early bird really does catch the worm for this special as it starts the day you sign up. No coupon is needed and you pay only $199 today or pay $199 in a few days. The choice is simple. Let's have a great ending to 2022.